1: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. we talking about Twitter.
0: Think of how stupid the average
1: person is, and then
0: realize half of them are stupider than that. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you,
1: it's what Jin's talking about exclusively. behind the steel curtain the site that only eight days ago said the Steelers aren't even worth watching anymore. So what we did here, me, myself, Kyle Christ here Mm -hmm. with Greg Benevent. Hello. When when the so-called fans say we're not even worth watching anymore we picked up shop and we went to Heinz Field to see Ben's hurrah not worth watching. Well we had to be there then. We made it worth watching. It's what Jens talking about, the conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. Uh and we're here to expose all the hot takes, all the hyperbole, all the just fan outrage, uh, <laughs> fan indigestion, mm. uh, heartburn, upset stomach, yeah. fanorrhea. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and there's plenty of all of that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We've seen some fanorrhea, even in uh, even in this week. Uh, <laughs> let's get straight to the tweets. I got it. Where's the tweet sound? Tweet. Ah, thank is. you. All right, let's kick this off with Bob Diodati, at mm. Bob underscore Diodotti. Enough with the literal crying about Ben retiring. I love football and the Steelers as much as anyone, but for real, grown men are literally crying. So the question is, did tears flow out of your eyes? On Monday night. Well, if they did, they
0: froze not long after they got out. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I personally got very emotional at the beginning when he says, you know, my, uh, your quarterback uh, from Miami of Ohio, because that's where my dad went. And that's, oh. and that's it's such a big thing. So, yeah, I pretty much lost it there at, uh, at that point. But um, I do love this tweet. And if, uh, you, those of you listening can't see this, but the man actually put an exclamation point on, grown men are literally crying. <laughs> like, you could just see him, like, like, like holding his hands up up by his neck unable to believe that this is occurring it um yes grown men are literally crying
1: i didn't have i didn't you know have a ball out moment like i did watching uh the finale of this season's real world road rules challenge mm. when when the uh when tory i'm sorry when uh, well when the two girlfriends had to face off each other in, oh, the, in, the, in the elimination that made me ball that's pretty tough but when when the captains went mm. out and mm. hayward and and watt sta- stayed behind and let ben walk out solo that was <laughs> that was like a uh, motion picture moment there yes
0: yes it was you could hear the violins rising in the background as the music swells
1: and that had me that had me start to you know when you start to feel them come on uh for me kind of i don't know if i wasn't crying or i wasn't emotional because of Ben I think I was more emotional because of me just the passing of time and yes. it's like That's
0: literally where I was going to go with this. Yeah, Mm eighteen
1: year, and like I'm thinking back to my life. What have I done in eighteen years? Mm -hmm. Like I just watched Steelers. That's all I've done. I've done nothing. So, oh, I remember. I was thinking about when
0: they drafted him, and I remember I put a new steel age dawns in the biggest font I could on my away message on AOL Instant (laughs) Messenger. Like that shows just how long ago this was. It's it's to see Roethlisberger in this game is to acknowledge the passage of time.
1: Yeah, and that is, and I've I've been having a harder time more and more with that, and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah, in my middle age. Uh, I hope I'm not yet middle aged, but
0: uh. I, I like to think, and and this is definitely rationalization that middle age is a mindset. That that's where that's what I'm leaning on. That's what I'm leaning
1: on. I like that because mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember Jay Z said thirty was the new twenty, but I don't know what forty three is. But. Well, I mean, it's it, it, yeah. We're, yeah, we, we have yet to get Jay Z on a podcast to figure that out. <laughs> All right, let's get to the the real the real stats here. Okay, we're talking about Ben. Let's start with Antoine Smith at FatboySlim Slim mm-hmm. underscore twenty one. Big Ben forty six pass attempts, hundred and twenty three pass yards. Yes, it's time to go.
0: I mean, I will say maybe it's a consequence of being at the game and watching it that way and also watching it without my glasses on because I had a mask and they kept fogging up my glasses. So I was basically watching 8-bit tech mobile the entire time of <laughs> at Heinz Field. But I obviously you watch the Steelers team when you see Ben and you're like, OK, they're not getting much yards through passing, but I had no idea it was that egregious. Like I couldn't tell that it was that bad. mean, obviously I knew the offense wasn't going as well as I would have hoped in a lot of cases. But even though the running game was excellent, but I had no idea at the time that it was this
1: bad. They were scoring first down. They're scoring first downs. They were. I mean, I think they had 14 first downs Mm -hmm. in the first half. They, you know, it in person, yeah. It didn't. You you know, you didn't see. uh, I guess the reality of the. I don't know. They were moving the ball fine. uh, You know, and we said. Or some said, at least, you know, let Ben have the reins and let him, you know, throw. And that's kind of what kind of what happened for you, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, it wasn't I didn't feel I didn't feel like it was a bad I didn't feel it was necessarily a bad performance from right ben.
0: right exactly it's because we know what a bad performance is it's a lot of interceptions it's yeah. multiple turnovers much less a kind of as inconsequential as a turnover can be the one at midfield at the end of a half like
1: gosh damn ben yeah all right <clears throat> well let's go to stats by stats at stats mm. by stats ben roethlisberger is the first starting quarterback to win a game with 40 pass attempts and fewer than 150 passing yards. Uh, first time since QB stats were tracked in 1950. Mm. So this tells me uh, this was a historic game. Right. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, this would have seemed like a set. I would have, I mean,
0: not to keep going with the passage of time, that would have seemed like something would fit with Tommy Maddox or something <laughs> like that would have fit. You know, I, th- I I was stunned to see all these numbers the next day and that night. I really had no idea it
1: was that egregious. So, you know, the, even these fans are like, man, there's nothing worth watching. S- even in a statistically, you might say statistically pathetic performance i say a historically pathetic No, well, i don't know if i'll say that but well a historically <laughs> pathetic performance in a win in a win that's the
0: part that matters <laughs> right mm-hmm.
1: all right let's go to will graves at will okay. graves ap from the associated press during ben's 18 year career the steelers headed into the last week of the season only eliminated from playoff contention twice which is the name of the game to right. me. You know, like all these Steeler fans want to say, oh, it's about uh, Lombardi's, which, yes, ultimately mm-hmm. that is the goal. But uh, on a more realistic level, like Coach says, it's getting into the single elimination tournament. And as long as Ben has been around, we've always been on the doorstep of the tournament. Well, I mean, just that
0: I, I'll piggyback on that with the idea that the football season doesn't end for you early. I mean, imagine if they had, you know, been eliminated from contention a month ago. It would be a lot harder to do this. Podcast. It'd be a lot harder to do anything. The fact that they're always in there swinging away is a testament to just how successful they've been. I would take that over. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. The only example I can think of is like from baseball, the Florida Marlins, who win a championship every 10 years and then be unwatchable for the next 20. Like it's I don't even know if there is a football uh, analogy for this. Like, I
1: mean, I would say it's probably Cleveland. is the football <laughs> Well, I mean, but,
0: I mean, but at least win a championship. I, mean, I was trying to get
1: someone that actually won something, Uh-oh. so that's why it's a tougher analogy. <laughs> see. All right. Let, uh, I, and hey, and don't even forget uh, the year that Ben was knocked out, the duck season. Right. We they went, were still we were, in it till the very end. I think yeah. we were the seventh seed at the end, right? If there were seven playoff teams that year, I think we were. The... Yeah,
0: it's right. Because it's, it's, yeah, because they might have been the seventh that year because it was the Titans took their spot and then went, yeah. you know, the run to the title game. So, you know, not I, I, So I duck. don't know.
1: We'll get to Tomlin stuff, but is, mm-hmm. uh, is, that a, is that a stat? Is that a Ben stat or is that a Tomlin stat?
0: I think we're going to find out in the next few years.
1: Okay. All right. Let's go to... Steelers takeaways at Pittsburgh Sport. There's a ton of current and former Steelers uh, players praising and congratulating Ben. I guess he was pretty well respected by his teammates after all. The the, the narrative has been at times that, you know, Ben is not a team guy. He calls out players in their press conference. Oh, poor A.B. He called him out. But even I saw tweets from even Josh Harris right, this week who right. said that who said that he purposely fumbled a few years back.
0: Right, exactly. That, that, that Josh Harris thing never made sense to me on any level, and that includes actually having him on the team. But yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't make it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I thought about this when I read. And I don't know if we've included it. We certainly don't have to. But the Ron Cook wrote, wrote a wonderful column, which is something I get to say every 15 years, and <laughs> where he talked about how you know how much Ben has matured and changed as a person over the last so many years, and also we'd like to think we all have. Have in one way or another. But I think these things work in tandem where I do think, hey, maybe, you know, Ben wasn't uh, uh, the best teammate earlier on. And I think and, and maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But I think he's certainly over the last so many years uh, really matured into one.
1: Well, you know, my my cousin, speaking of Miami, my cousin mm-hmm. went to Miami in the same mm-hmm. time as Ben. Okay. And, you know, the the word was that he was, you know, he was the BMOC, right? He was okay. the big man on campus. Makes sense. With, with the ego, with mm-hmm. the arrogance. But you've been the best athlete your entire life throughout high school, right. throughout college, first round draft pick NFL. Uh, yeah, there might be some, uh, you know, there might be... Uh, some Kanye, uh, a little bit of Kanye in there, you know there what I mean? Could perhaps be some Kanye, or maybe there's some Ben and Kanye. I don't know. Uh, but I think that what we saw after the game was certainly respect, not only among you know peers, but but across the whole
0: league. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was what was the NFL Twitter account. I mean, their header, you know, Ben Chirin, it said, "See you in Canton, Ben," with the little the black and yellow hearts. I mean, that was the official NFL feed. At
1: uh... all right, let's go to. Let's go to Kevin Adams at Kevin Adams 26. If the Steelers plan is to rebuild the teams at position that don't include QB, you may as well let seven play one more year. He's still better than anything we've got or anything in free agency.
0: I mean that 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 that's a very nice thought, but I, I don't know if that's the case. It, okay,
1: you're not ready for season 19.
0: I am not ready for season 19. I I think it's I, I I think it's time. I think it's it's. I also think it's very very weird if nothing else to come back after what we saw on Monday
1: night. Yeah, you can't have the Cal Ripken moment and then try to come back in April. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean it's
0: it's 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 and 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 I think and something you know that I imagine will uh, I'll flesh out my thoughts more about this in the future. But like, wow, whoever they bring in next may not have you know and almost certainly won't have you know the fourth quarter comeback ability won't have that like you know he's on fire effect that ben could do even in at this point in his career you may have someone that if nothing else is maybe a little more mobile is maybe a little bit better at this thing or that than ben was at times this year so it's you know that doesn't mean that the the years to come are going to be absolutely awesome but it means they might not be all that bad
1: i'll yeah i'll just say i'll say this in in uh in favor of those wanting to keep him one more year, mm-hmm. we, you know, we did see him. He, you know, arm strength was part of the conversation, uh, at least in the preseason. Mm-hmm. But we saw him when, uh, when he thought that there was an offside, and he, you got those free plays. Mm-hmm. He threw it forty-five yards oh, down yeah. the field, um, even when he should have had a free play and didn't, like we all thought in the, the first half there. And if this O-line is improving, and you could give him a little more time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And the and the, the, the pumper, that icy light pumper, uh, you know, still, is still the best in the biz. Oh, okay. I,
0: I, I didn't realize that, but yeah. The pump fake. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. It took me a second. I, I was trying to make the connection to icy light. Okay. Yeah, no. The pump fake is still great. That, that, that part of it. That'll never go away. He'll be doing that with his children when they're in high school, like on their football teams. <laughs> Faking them out. Right. right. Exactly.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's go let's the final word here on ben we'll give it to uh scarps at scarpizo uh i think this one takes a little uh accompaniment here thank you for being big ben travel down the field again and again your aim is true the old cowboy and confidant and if you threw a touchdown against a cover, too, you would see the biggest gift would be from Najee, and you'd beat the Browns again. Thank you for being Big Ben. Oh. Oh, okay. Scarbo is that? Is that the best tribute? I guess that is a mashup of uh, of high headlines.
0: There, I would like to say that none of you listening to this have any idea how hard it was not to crack up laughing throughout <laughs> that entire thing and then to just eliminate all of the singing. I mean, I I, I I will say I loved all of this work. I, I not not to be that guy. There, there, probably almost had to be a better word than confidant. But hey, he made it work here. They made it work in the thing. I, I I don't want to nitpick. That was that was wonderful, and I'm glad this person did this. I hope they did it quickly. Like I said to you, and this wasn't the of several hours, but that was magnificent.
1: Oh well, you know, thank you. I I, I give it all to Scarpizo, uh, Scarpizio. There. Okay, let's move on to uh, to the the new three time Steelers MVP Ooh. T J Watt uh, on the verge of a Defensive Player of the Year and a sack title. Let's get to the tweets. We'll start with Stephen Nelson at Nelson Island. Ninety is a pure animal. All right, but how about? Ryan Clark at Ryan Clark twenty five. Dang, T.J. Watt is an all out monogator. What wow. monogator is that? A, is that half gator half monster? I don't know. I think it was something that
0: Geralt had to fight in the last season of The Witcher. I have no <laughs> idea what a monogator is. I mean, it sounds impressive. It. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't have to know what a monogator is to know that both of these men are correct. I mean, that was a, an unbelievable performance on Monday night, and it's. And I don't know if I didn't think cracked ribs got that much better that quickly, but I guess they do. Everything I'm not up hurts. on my anatomy.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I can't, I don't know how he's out there playing with cracked ribs or, I mean, didn't he have a groin earlier? Right. I mean, he's like Ben out there. I think uh, mm-hmm. everything, hurts. everything hurts. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know if he's a monogator or uh, an animal. I, I like to go back to uh, Rocky's old trainer. I think that he's mm. more like, this guy is a bulldozer with a wrecking ball attack let's go to <laughs> Dad Chad at Mad okay. Chad four one two TJ Watt has more sacks tonight than miles Garrett has in his last seven games uh the you know so is TJ that much uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the pack here because you know for a lot of the season Garrett was the you know favorite for the player of the year.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know if he was before Monday night, but I think he is now. I mean, even just seeing the betting odds on defensive player of the year and kudos to anyone who's enough of a gambling degenerate that you would bet on defensive player of the year. <laughs> but I, I think TJ is something like minus fourteen hundred at this point. So I do think. You know, uh, uh, as much as this shouldn't be like college football, I think if you go out and maybe one of the most watched games across the country and get four sacks in a game your team has to win, that's
1: absolutely going to uh, you know, help you achieve the level of, you know, top monogator or whatever. What do you feel about him getting the sack record? You know, it's been 17 games. Uh, you know, stray But it, it hasn't been seventeen games. That's not contagion. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I, I think I think if he gets it, I, I think it would be as much, if not
1: more valid than uh, uh anything else at um and, you know. And don't forget about the Strahan season. Didn't Aaron Rodgers kind of gift him that game-winning or the the record-setting sack? I think it was a rollout in his direction that he then uh, you know slid into the ground.
0: I mean, maybe I I, I don't you know I I, I that could be. I, I mean, I've heard that, but it's but by that same token, like every the great ones always get something. Like even I think on Monday night there was one where like T.J. touched Baker after he kind of slid to the ground, and that counted as a sack too. That's like, right. I knew it's going to have some of those. Like, oh, that's right. That Baker's above
1: the neck play. Uh, you right, know, sliding right. behind the line of scrimmage. Exactly,
0: and you could be like, well, he heard the footsteps. It's like, okay, and he certainly was in a position to, to tag him before anyone else, but, I mean, that's a sack through the letter of the law. So things like that with the Rodgers thing don't bother me.
1: Yeah, cry about Ben. No, oh, he throws behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, well, Baker slides behind <laughs> the line of scrimmage. All right. Uh, let's get to the rest of the D, because this was a defensive mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, we'll go to Alex Kazora. Okay. Steelers have nine sacks tonight. Fifty-two on the season. They have fifty-plus sacks in five straight seasons. That ties an NFL record. You know, but all wow. season, what we've heard is fire Butler. Well. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm always, I am surprised they got to the 56 this year just because teams
0: were running on them so well. So, I mean, but, uh, but no, that is an incredible stat. I mean, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's now if they could just stop the run better, which they did wonderfully on Monday night, then by all means, they could be the defense that we'd all hope they'd be. Yeah.
1: If the identity of the defense is we blitz the quarterback to create, or we rush the quarterback to, to create pressure and that, uh, you know, it takes some of the pressure off the secondary mm-hmm. is 50 straight sacks for five years. Is that the most important factor? not the not the yards we give up uh on the ground not the yards we give up in in prevent not the missed tackles
0: i mean i don't know i mean i keep coming back to the how many how they didn't get that many sacks against burrow they didn't get that many against mahomes like when they played the high, and, and hey it's going to be tougher to sack the higher level guys that was true when the higher level guys were brady a million years ago and all the rest of this so but sacks are like you can't overlook sacks and how much that can change something so yeah this you know it, it, You can't by any means say that the defense is totally a failure with this kind of thing. That's absolutely not true. If you tell
1: Butler your job is to create pressure on the quarterback, and mm-hmm. we, we get those 50 sacks, but, you know, we had the worst statistical running defense of, of uh, franchise history. Where does that put you in terms of Butler's future? Uh, I, I think it's more likely than not Butler
0: comes back. I mean, again, I, I don't talk to anyone at the Steelers facility. I could be wrong, but I, I, I'd be surprised if he didn't just because, again, it's not like Butler... You know it's not like his fault whatever bizarre thing happened with Stefan to it it's not like it was Butler that made aulu get hurt I mean it's you know it's it, it wasn't Butler's idea to uh start Derek Tusco who hey has started to come on a bit so maybe you found something there yeah right? that's right and
1: you know and plus, some of these guys might have gotten coached up I mean that's entirely possible too and we and we talked off we talked off camera. We talked off Mike beforehand about Jerry O, you know, the inside uh right. linebacker coach having his personal uh mm-hmm. tragedies this season. So we we're not only pulling people off the practice squad, we're pulling coaches off the bench. It's been just, mm-hmm. you know, next man up all across the board. I right. think I think Butler's back. I don't uh, know. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Yes. All right, let's move on to our own blue Mr. Blue check mark here at BTCS <laughs> uh at Michael Beck fifty six. Michael Beck. I know it's been said a lot tonight, but Adams and Witherspoon look really good. Mad respect to the front office mining those guys. That's not a hot take, except that in October, Beck was saying, I'm embarrassed for Kevin Colbert for making that trade, and uh, Witherspoon might go down as Colbert's worst trade. (laughs) Where do we stay with Witherspoon right now? I'm, I want him back.
0: I'd like him back, too. I mean, I, I don't know where it fits with the money and hopefully you don't have to spend too much to do it, but I'd love to have him back. I mean, again, this is a question of how quickly things can change and how dramatically. What's the first image most of us had of Witherspoon? It was rugs for the Raiders outrunning him to uh, 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 the you know the end zone. Well, which
1: of those guys would you rather have now? Yeah, well, I mean, let's be—I mean, let's be frank. I love Joe Hayden, but he was getting outrun by wideouts too this season, right? And and Joe, as much as
0: I love him, is is you know not the youngest man either necessarily. Yet, uh, but yeah,
1: we'll get to we'll get to Joe in a minute. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go a little bit further to at Astone Jackson on the same uh, same take here between mm-hmm. Adams Witherspoon, Loudermilk, and the new punter. I saw a light. These were all guys that we were like, oh, if Loudermilk gets a lot of snaps, man, we're really in bad shape. But, hey, these people are turning into contributors. Absolutely. And, and Loudermilk in
0: particular, I mean, you really hope that what, it, it's, it's easy to get excited about, think about what this guy could be if he takes that big jump during the offseason like so many rookies do. I mean, if it, he certainly seems like a guy that's, that's willing to work hard, that's a tough guy, that's willing to put in the time. So if he does that, it's real easy to get at, look forward to where this guy could be next year.
1: And this was the guy, don't forget, this was the guy we traded up to get in the fifth Oh, and round. everyone
0: destroyed that during the draft. It's like, how are you trading draft capital for this guy? What are you thinking? It, uh, is that seriously a second H? What is happening there? Yeah.
1: And if you said, hey, this guy is going to pull through for us in week 17 and 18, well, I, right. you know, hell, I wouldn't have said that for the, any of this draft class except no. for one and two, maybe.
0: And you also would And you also would have been like, well, they're clearly four and 13, if that's the case, too. <laughs> but. All
1: right. Let's go on to... Well here, while we're talking about Hayden from at ninety three seven the trolls. <laughs> Joe Hayden wants an extension, right? Nope. Ship him. Bye. What uh if all things being equal, he's out there say let's looking he's looking for a short term deal. Uh, we've already got Pierre in the room. We've got Cam Sutton in the room. Maybe Witherspoon is—is is there room for Hayden? Uh, I, I don't know if there is. I mean, I, I, and also it's just—it's
0: just hard not to believe that somebody else wouldn't throw a lot of money at, at Joe just off of his name and what he's done in the past and who he is. And it, um, so, yeah, I'd be surprised if he was back next year, but. You know, if he came back on a small deal and wanted to be there, I think they'd love to have him. It's just, you know, that again, that seems like a guy somebody's going to throw a lot of cash at because his, his name is still Joe Hayden.
1: Is he? I'm think, I'm trying to think of like, you know, Richard Sherman in his later years. Is that is that a similar comparison? Uh, I mean, I
0: I, I thought of Ty Law maybe too. Okay. But yeah, but it's but again, like a corner that you could, one of the few cornerbacks that the layperson can name that you know is is could maybe bounce around a lot uh, going from one big deal to the next uh, over the course of so many years. That's possible. Or maybe Joe does take a few extra bucks less to stay somewhere he loves where he is loved. Who's well, to say?
1: That's what you know. You're 33 uh you know do you want to take a big you know a big 2 year deal to play for the jets to play right. you know exactly
0: to go to jacksonville yeah uh, at, um, or
1: you know you could probably i mean would he would would they offer him a vet minimum i would, you know hopefully it would be more than that that would that would seem disrespectful to someone like joe hayden but then again that's kind of what they did with the beloved vince williams over the offseason and that might have led to some issues too yeah yep 100% there okay mm-hmm. uh, let's go to man we're going long in this first half that's all right well let's let's go to brad houser the okay. brad houser mm-hmm. how bad is this steelers defense that they couldn't shut out this Browns offense. Now, this was one of the weakest NFL offensive performances outside of uh Steelers versus Chiefs. <laughs> uh should we have were
0: they that bad we should have shut them out? I I I don't think it, it you can ever say that anyone should shut out. It should shut out anyone else. I think it's hard to shut out any anybody. It's 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 I mean, obviously, it, what what I, I kind of read this ad as as is like how dare the Steelers defense get to the point where the Browns are even kind of in this game for a moment in the third and fourth quarter, which is where I took it when they scored. But um, but yeah, it it it, it it's it's it, it's so hard to shut out anybody. I mean, and again, it's not like the Browns don't have players. They really kind of do in some positions.
1: Landry was you know Landry mm-hmm. was still being Landry out there, mm-hmm. and when Baker did make his throws they were money you know the few that he did make right they were money and you couldn't defend some of those
0: and, and also this sounds so weird to say the offensive line for the most part usually isn't too bad except for the guy that was blocking tj watt which seems <laughs> like that that's not how you would have drawn things up but hey this is not what are you barking about or whatever
1: oh yeah right we we talk about uh you know all these decisions that the steelers coaches make how could they make the decision well look we've seen it we've seen it how many times where uh You know you can't you can't stop T.J. Watt. You can only hope to contain him. I guess is that the one more (laughs) on the the Dan Patrick line. Yes. uh... Well, let's go. Let's finish this off with uh, at Barry McCanahan. Mm. The NFL genuinely needs to investigate the browns game plan it feels like they purposely created a game plan to lose which isn't different from manipulating results i've never seen an nfl team not try to win the game before Wow! is is that did you see this was a very fairy tale uh moment for steelers fans for ben uh if you would have written it up any other way Maybe it would have been a fourth-quarter comeback from Ben. Do you think did the, the, the Browns give up? Did they not play their best? Did they... I mean, did they do anything? Did they tr- were they out there trying to win? Yes, they were out
0: there trying to win. They're professionals, getting paid a lot of money to play a children's game at a high level. They were absolutely <laughs> trying to win. All, all these kind of takes are ridiculous. This, I mean, this is this is this is part of what's let me. This is part of what's wrong with our country. This <laughs> conspiratorial thinking. No, absolutely, they were trying to win. And even as much as we're like, oh, what were the Browns thinking? Not running Chubb more. What were they thinking? They were trying to win. They thought that. Like, it drives me nuts whenever people are like, oh, the professionals. They had this awful game plan. That it wasn't going to work. No, they kind of thought it did and they know more than you do about exactly why that's the case. I thought Chubb was the take I got from, you know, having skimmed the brown stuff on The Athletic, because I'm certainly not going to the Plain Dealer website to find out more, <laughs> is that I think Chubb was maybe more banged up than a lot of people thought. Okay. And it was pretty, you know, uh, I'm not going to use the word heroic. Well, I have it on my voice there. But he, <laughs> but he was, you know, and and they didn't want to keep using him in that regard. So it became on Baker to try and make these throws, which, again, he's not able to do. And look, for all the criticisms I have of Baker, that's a tough guy. He's gonna, he's going in there. He's gonna keep playing. He's gonna keep trying. It, you know, at you know, he so, did. Yeah.
1: If you remember the play where he leaned into, I can't remember who it was. It was one of the corners, or in, mm-hmm. and he leaned in with his separated shoulder. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, d- d- so don't tell me that these guys were
0: trying to lose. That's asinine.
1: All right, we've got it. We we're almost at the half hour. We got to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, lots more to talk about, including uh, Tomlin, Canada, the O line. We got to take talk about who's uh, who we're gonna take next year in the draft. <laughs> Um, and we have the hottest take yet in uh, of the of the week. So, uh, we, let's let's uh, let's pay some of our uh, commercial break or whatever. Let's pay some of our sponsors. I heard a the, the weird um, hit me. The, I was listening to the Stat Geeks podcast okay. yesterday, and the ad was for a podcast about therapists that sleep with their clients. Wow, and I was just like. I, I, gotta get a hotter therapist. Yeah, exactly. That's better than brain pills. Sure. Uh, I, I think I, you know. I think we should give a shout out to maybe this week's uh, ancillary sponsor. I'm gonna shout out the P- Permani Brothers Yay. on Main Street in Uniontown. They let me order over the phone and not on their website. The website Ooh. didn't have the entire menu. Uh, so I appreciate them. Shout out to that Permani. All right, we'll Heroes. be right back. It's what Jen's talking about. Let's get to some more, some of some more of your <laughs> tweets. All right, let's talk about Tomlin. This is from NFL on Fox, Fox mm-hmm. Sports. Mike Tomlin becomes the first head coach in NFL history to have a non-losing record in each of his fifteen seasons. You know, amazing. The, the haters will out there and say, "Oh yeah, what you know? Uh, like we're moving the goalposts. Like the goal isn't non-losing seasons; it's Super Bowls." Yeah, that's true. But the fact is, since Mike Tomlin has been the coach, we haven't been a loser. You know? Uh, how 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 big or maybe maybe how small should we be considering this fifteen season no losing records? I mean, the goal is to
0: win Super Bowls. But on a, a macro level, the goal is to win. Yeah. The goal is to win games. And if you win more games than you lose in a season over and over and over again, that is not an accident. That is not something that just occurs. It's, I mean, um, do I wish they'd won more Super Bowls in that time? Yes, absolutely. However, this is an incredible achievement.
1: You can't win Super Bowls without getting to the, the playoffs. So. Right, right. It's real hard to do it that way. And especially in a league with this much parity where... Uh, they they're, they try to make everyone a contender. Yes, you know that's the goal. And at least in the AFC North, uh, it's been Pittsburgh or no one else. You know, <laughs> or f- very few else. Let's I'll say that. Sure. Yeah, Cincinnati's had theirs. Baltimore's had theirs. But 15 seasons without. And and Ben is 18 seasons right, right. without a losing. So it's just like be grateful. We're not. we <laughs> Who knows if we'll see that? I don't know. I think under Tomlin, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. But. You know who knows? We're in uncharted territory. Right. Well, not yet, but you know, maybe in seven days. Hey, maybe in thirty-seven days. I don't know. Right. Okay. All right.
0: We're done uh, predicting the future.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get to the future predictions. Let's let's keep the let's keep the Tomlin comments coming. This is at Miles A Simmons. I know this night is about Roethlisberger. But Mike Tomlin has been a Steelers coach since the Bush administration, and has still not had a losing season. This is when, when uh, you know, we're comics here in L.A., and when I, we hear people do their nine eleven bits, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. I was in first grade" or something. That's mm-hmm. kind of like this when when the people are like, "Oh yeah, I was six when Roethlisberger uh, or Tomlin was around." You know, right? That's how long we're talking. We're talking yes. decades,
0: decades, an entire lifetime for many people, generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's a staggering number when you see it and you're confronted with again the passage of time. That whole thing. I mean, it's that it, it, there's only been two years where they were out of it at the very end. At, uh,
1: Mike Tomlin is uh he's more tenured than some of our presidents, you know? <laughs> people already forgot who people already forgot who uh who Bush ran against in oh four. <laughs> but no one will forever get forever forget. Uh whatever. Okay. Let's let's uh let's move on. One more thing okay. on Coach T. Let's go to Going 47 at an East Steeler fan. Is that Northeast Steeler fan? I guess. I don't yeah, know. I was thinking or,
0: NES Steeler fan. Oh, like, or maybe Nebraska Steel Steel Steel. Steeler fan. Oh, I don't know. Okay.
1: I still say this is one of coach Tomlin's best seasons, mm-hmm. eight and a chance for nine wins on a team that has struggled to run and stop the run until tonight. Uh, yeah, I agree with all that uh, up until
0: the point about how much did Tomlin have to do with constructing this lineup. That's the only that's the only knock I'd ever have on Tomlin as uh, I don't know if he's the best GM, but boy, he's a great coach.
1: Well, this might not have been the best September right. lineup, but it seems like it's turning into a December lineup. Absolutely.
0: It has gotten better over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I've re- yeah, I've enjoyed this season more than. Than the twelve and zero start last season. Oh yeah, for whatever reason. Well, because you weren't locked in your apartment house. I think that's well, like part of it. Yeah, but yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, is this more fun than the duck season? Because I, I had a lot of fun with the, the duck, duck season, season too. season
0: was great because we were all the all that pressure of like, oh, you've got to win now. It's Ben's career. You know, the, uh, your Super Bowl window is closing. That all disappeared with the duck season. Plus, the other part of the duck season was for the first time since Shazier got hurt, you saw real dominant defense. The duck season was a real blast. Up. Until the end of the Buffalo game, yeah, yeah, and even so in the Jets game, if if
1: Mason hadn't gotten hurt, they probably would have won that and gone to the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, so mm-hmm. if this isn't uh, you know, I'll I'll say the Super Bowl season is maybe Tomlin's best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can, I think we can say that. Yeah. So besides the two Super Bowl years, uh, this and the Duck year, I don't know. Those are among my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
0: mm-hmm. who's coaching this ball club? Mike T.
1: Tell him, Brian. <laughs> uh, you know, but as, as much as as much as it was a great game, a great win, still a lot of hate <laughs> for. All. All. all right, let's start with Mister Dejan Kavakovic. Oh boy. That sideways route to Ray Ray right there on third and 10. So this was uh, this was in the third quarter, I guess. OK, uh, third and third and 10. That sideways route to Ray Ray primary bleep and target should be enough to get a coordinator fired between quarters. Now, keep in mind, we didn't punt for the rest of the game after that.
0: I mean, I must say, I, I do get disappointed that Ray Ray is when the ball goes to him so many times. I, I've always rationalized it with, OK, Ben, at this point in his career, absolutely knows the check down to the guy that's the most open. He looks at each of receivers and, and you know, hopefully he's throwing it to Ray Ray because he's the best option. But man, oh, man, that, that, that this exact thing did drive me nuts. But even as you, you and I were talking off camera, off mic, whatever it is, Ray Ray is tough. He's not the best receiver. He's not the biggest guy. He's certainly fast. But that that catch he made at what, the five when he got absolutely drilled by that guy. Yeah. I thought there's no way he held on to that. And I,
1: not just because I wasn't wearing my glasses. And yeah, <laughs> I, he held on to it. It was amazing. Um, you know, we've seen all season, we've seen a lot of criticism, you know, too much Ray Ray, too much Ray Ray, even though the we've been, it's, it's been explained to us that Ray Ray is Juju's backup. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's him in the slot, not Claypool. Everyone wants Claypool in the slot. Nope, it's, it's Ray Ray. Um, but... The fact that we throw to our fifth wide out, does that mean, you know, you should fire a coordinator? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not uh, one more here on Canada. Let's go to <laughs> at yay lefty. Mm. Or is that? Yeah, lefty. I think it's yeah. But at I'm yeah, sure lefty. Mm-hmm. Bring back Ben as the offensive coordinator. For the
0: Steelers. Wow, that that is a hot take. That is <laughs> that is that is, that, is one, that that's a hot take from like another dimension. That's how hot that is. It burned through uh, uh, our parallel worlds. Well, yeah, and, you um, need Loki in the time variance. Right, to, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah a really uh, fast car from the '80s. Um, no, th- this whole thing. I mean, I, I've always had the idea that when Ben is out, Ben is out. But you're not you're not going to see him again. You're not going to see him. You know, maybe he'll come out to Heinz Field every five to ten years. But you're not going to see him on the NFL Network. Uh, you're not going to see him diagramming the. Play- He's not going to be on your podcast. I always thought when Ben's gone, Ben's gone.
1: Ben's gone. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I don't think you know he's not going to be in the booth. Yeah, right. He's not. He doesn't even do commercials. Right. Um, he does. He seems to be thrifty, at least. From the experience that people I talked to were just, Mar- you know, just Mario. That interview we had with Mario a few weeks ago. Yeah. And sounds like, yeah, he's pretty thrifty. He's not one to splurge. And I also think he's just hang out with his family. He doesn't, again, he doesn't seem like someone that needs
0: all that much limelight at this point. Highest
1: so. paid stealer in history. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he can kind It'd, of, you know. Be all
0: right hanging out in the North Hills.
1: Seven's your guy. Year. That's right, yeah. But he's not my offensive coordinator. <laughs> okay, let's move on to... The the O line maybe the real MVPs of the game certainly. Uh, let's start with at biased girl. Hey, at least it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not lost on me how much better the O line played without Kendrick Green at center. I mean, look, I was hey, I was the one that said in August, look, it's going to be B J Finney is our mm-hmm. it was our starting center. I was I'll admit that I was wrong that it's been Kendrick Green, but uh, is J C. The, the real center here? What do, you, what do you think? I don't know. JC certainly looked good
0: on Monday night. I, I'd certainly love to see him again on Sunday. It, I mean, obviously, this is still a big game. You need your best chance to win and all that. But, you know, if Kendrick's not 100%, which uh, kind of everything we've led, been led to believe, more or less says that, hey, sure, let's see JC do it
1: again. He certainly didn't do anything to make you think that this guy couldn't do the job. You know, he's, I mean, Kendrick's COVID list now or, or injured, so he's not, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to see him again. But, I mean, he, I'm sure he, uh, you know. He, I'm sure he hit a rookie wall, right? right. You know, he's undersized, mm-hmm. um, you know, undervalued at least draft wise. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, this guy's been putting up a fight. We knew he had the strength based on his workout vids. Yeah. But, I mean, if anyone's going to hit a rookie wall, it's probably your center who's played about 1,200 snaps. Right. Oh, absolutely. And again, the guy that never played center before. I mean, yeah. it's so But I mean, but it and it
0: very well may come to a point in the next year where, hey, you have JC as a center. You move Kendrick to guard or something like that. I mean, that could happen, too. You never know. Everyone
1: like, seems to say that he's too small to play guard. I don't I, know. I am
0: in no way qualified to say that. I don't like, know. You, you know, I would
1: say that Max Starks is too big to fit on a us, but right. somehow it, exa-
0: yes it's yet yeah, somehow that worked they out. made it yeah. work out
1: so mm-hmm. uh all right one more thing on the o-line let's go to rick natari at this big blue devil okay. is he a dookie maybe uh, uh any coincidence the line coach left this week and the steelers had their best rushing night of the season was it a is it a, was it a clem thing was it a kendrick thing
0: I, I i don't know and also there's absolutely no way we're going to know that i mean it's it's i also find that very hard to believe that it was just the coach holding them back because again he's the offensive line coach he's not calling the plays it's not like he was like not playing certain players i mean how much how much can a bad offensive line coach hold you back that someone else could fix all the problems in 8 days well, that could, that feels a bit steep to me
1: could the line have had um a little more motivation to uh play for you know the new guy the next man up sure
0: but which in and of itself is a criticism of Clem in that they weren't motivated to play for him when he was clearly taking a lot of criticism throughout the season. Okay, so okay, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean that's I mean that's that's we're both kinda of saying the same thing in different words. I think they said that uh, the that the the new coach brought in tight ends to the meeting, brought okay. in running backs to the meeting, which I guess wasn't the wasn't the standard all season. I mean, I don't know. You know, they were they were attack. I think they were double teaming the, on the point of attack, which I don't know if that's what they were doing or not. I don't know. I'm not a film guy. Listen right. to. Uh, Listen to Scobro Show or listen to Stats Geek if you want some of the more film that we had the cutting room floor, all kinds of BTSC right. podcasts if you want to. And also just to pick it back on that, how many different meetings is Najee
0: going to at this point? Because wasn't he also in the wide receiver meetings too? Like this poor guy like do they have these meetings at different times or he just shows up at the, like I, that's amazing to me if he's dudes at three different kinds of meetings throughout the course of the day. Like, I got
1: into football not to do the office right. meetings. <laughs>
0: If I knew there'd be meetings, I would. Right, just <laughs> right, right. I mean, the guy would be like, he could be in the offensive line and have like the wide receiver meeting on Zoom. Like, you could kind of like multitask. Like,
1: all right, let's uh, yeah, let's move. Let's move on to the crystal ball. Okay, okay, because uh, everyone wants to know what's going to happen next. We can't be can't wait for this season to end. What's going to happen next season? Oh, let's start with Colin Dunlap at Colin underscore Dunlap. Mm-hmm. After watching Najee and T.J. Watt back to dominating a game, the Steelers should just. Resign themselves to go with a game managing quarterback next season. Hell, just play Rudolph if you want. Build it O line and linebacker. Worry about QB later. What? What's the priorities with the with this roster? Uh, I, one, I don't think
0: we're going to know. Two, I think. The, the priority is going to be defense, defensive line. I think that's going to be the priority. I mean, that's not to say that if a quarterback fell into their laps, they wouldn't take them or they could make a move for one. I, I imagine defensive line is going to be the priority. Uh, I don't know if they're going to prioritize offensive line. They may believe in these guys. It. Um, I mean, what what makes what Colin said here not crazy is that, like, we live in a world where, as of this recording the number one seed in the afc is the titans yes who are basically this team that he's talking about i mean it's it's i think we're past the point where believing Tannehill himself is going to beat you <laughs> so you know that, that that's it's i mean you look at the titans and you think oh i remember the neil o'donnell Steelers. yeah and it's not yeah. to say their defense is that great i mean it's but their defense certainly isn't bad so it you know there might be a place for a team like this but um i do think uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it's 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 it will be tough to swallow Rudolph if we don't see a lot of improvement somewhere else. That's what I'm looking for, is improvement. That's I mean, what I want to see. I don't, it doesn't have to be at any one position, but let's just see some real improvement.
1: Let's look at the O-line. I think Dan Moore has certainly yeah. earned his locker. He's going to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Chooks, and we've still got Banner. Mm-hmm. Um now we have Dotson Uh, I don't know if Lagloo stays on the roster Mm -hmm. but he seems to have you know earned his I don't know if Turner does
0: I don't know if Turner I isn't
1: back, maybe. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he was. So, if anything on the line, yeah, maybe you would draft a guard. People mm-hmm. keep thinking we're going to draft another center. I don't know. I'd
0: be yeah. I mean, maybe again, just they keep talking up one prospect whose name I don't even remember. Again, if he falls to them, maybe. But it's not. You know, I I think this this they have enough areas where they want to improve. I I, I do tend to think the draft will be the first pick will be defensive line, but uh, who's to say?
1: Let's go to uh, let's go to the trib here. We got. Mm-hmm. Chris Adamansky at C underscore Adamansky Trib. Fifteen of the thirty two NFL starting QBs this week had a worse QBR than Mason when when he started. Uh in in he made second team practice reps that mm-hmm. week. Absolutely. He found
0: out like what? I forget when he found out he was he was gonna go. It wasn't that Monday, right? It was he was on a little bit of short notice. I do say was it was a Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it was later in the week. It um I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it and it was the pouring down rain and we all kind of forget the Friar Mouth fumble at the end, which might have led to a field goal kick to win the game and then the Steers wouldn't be in the same position, went to playoffs. It's you know, I mean is is as, as Mason as a game manager quarterback, can that team win games? Yes, if the rest of the team around them is maybe better
1: than the rest of the team was around them this year. If we saw say we let's say if, would we saw games like we saw on Monday where uh you know you're 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 relying on the run. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, say Mace, I mean, gosh, I hate to say Mace puts up 150 yard performance every week. That's not exactly what we're looking for, but. Well, he's not throwing 40 times if they are. (laughs) Let's hope not. Mm -hmm. Um, One more thing. Let's go to. (whistles) At Silver Bullet. This is Jason Silbers. Mm -hmm. Here's a list. Here's a way too soon list of possible starting quarterbacks for 2022. Not even including Rodgers or Wilson. We've got Rudolph. Pickett, Marietta, Cousins, Jeff Goff, Huntley, Garoppolo, Bridgewater, Trubisky, Coral, Strong, Hal, Willis. Uh, who do you like out of that list? Uh,
0: I mean, the only ones that, that that even jump out at me at all are Rudolph, Cousins, and Pickett. I mean, it. You know, I, 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 unless you think Trubisky is going to be Ryan Tannehill, which, which maybe you could make him into. I don't know. But what about um,
1: Huntley over there in Baltimore? I mean, uh, you know, I was,
0: yeah, I was at the gym when he had the good drives against Cincinnati. I was watching that on the treadmill, but uh, I don't, I don't know. As a starter, I mean, it's, it's to me, the guy could be a lesser version of Jacoby Brissett, which isn't nothing. Brissett was a fine quarterback. I mean, should, should we put Brissett on this list? I don't know. I, I I haven't seen what he's done this year. At um, but I mean, of of these, Cousins is the one that intrigues me more than I thought it was going to. Just because I think he played better than I thought. At uh, he had a lot. Then again, he has a lot of weapons around him there too in Minnesota. Episode.
1: Well, is he the? He might be the, the most above the head out of that list. Above the neck, I mean. Above yeah, the, yeah, above yeah. The it, I don't it, know. He might well, it, <laughs> in some ways,
0: and in some ways not. But yes, it uh, cousins is yeah uh, certainly of these ones, and it uh, and again maybe it could be a question of the guys around him. But boy, golf looked rough to me. I mean, and
1: keep in mind, Rudolph is under contract, mm-hmm. where no one, none of, no, none of those other guys on that list is. I think so. the most important thing is, thank God, no one's mentioning Haskins at this point. We're done with <laughs> all that, thankfully. Um, well, let you know hey, one more prediction for the future. In uh, and it, and it doesn't involve Rudolph or anybody. It's it's Ben, and that let's go. Let's go straight to A B.
0: He's not over for Ben yet. I just don't see him hanging it up. What I wouldn't tip my hat on that yet. What? I wouldn't have bet on that yet. What? Because Big Ben has a lot of football yet left. What? And he didn't say that his career was over. What? He didn't say that it was his last game in Hansfield. What? So we can't speculate and
1: recolate upon what? him not playing anymore. So let's be positive, let's cheer him on and let's keep business booming. Business is booming. I don't wow. know. AB says Ben is back. Are you, I don't want to speculate or reculate. I I, I too would uh, like to
0: have a, a cessation of reculation. Um <laughs> I, I I do want to start incorporating in the phrase when someone says to me something I disagree with. I say, well, I wouldn't tip my hat to that. <laughs> I, I do need to start putting that in my own vernacular. It um I, I when I heard that that was from a cameo from that Uber. I thought, man, why didn't we think of that? Like, just give AB the money and see what we could get him to say. Like, just for this podcast, I didn't realize it. I'm sure AB's one of the more expensive cameos but it's yeah. but if you get him to talk about uh, Ben I mean it's it's you know I I can save some money I mean it's it's what, what what are we really living for if not to get Antonio Brown to say ridiculous things in an Uber <laughs>
1: I well, you know, I've I've done a cameo. I've bought a a moats cameo. That was only twenty bucks. Oh, okay. And I, I think Lebeau is uh kind of chi- on the cheap. See, on that's there too. stunning to me that those two guys are cheap. So it maybe we need yeah. Guys. Maybe we need to do a uh, cameo interview. We'll just put our <laughs> questions out to cameo with uh, Lebeau. Probably cheaper than if you actually went through their publicist. I uh, I, probably <laughs> just a little bit. Paul Amalu's coming on cameo soon. I'm waiting for the email alert. So, oh man. oh uh, man. What what? So a I don't know a, a b. I don't know what to think this week, man. I've been kind of enjoying it and rooting. I've been kind of rooting for AB. I'm like team AB on this. So. Well,
0: I mean, it, it, it,
1: it, it's, it's, yeah,
0: it's fun to watch the freak show when you're not like emotionally invested in it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, 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 the thing about AB is that like, it, it, it's all funny up until someone actually gets hurt. That's sort of the problem <laughs> with all this. And like, it's, it's, you know, a, a, and AB has a real way of taking away the fun out of of this by hurting someone else so yeah. i i you know kind of avoid it. i mean of course like everyone else in the world of course i watched as many different camera angles of him storming out of that game as i could how could you not it um but i you know I, I also don't think there's a what 20 percent chance at least he's uh, uh is suited up for the
1: playoffs there when the bucks go out there i don't think that's impossible at all <laughs> i say bring him to baltimore for sunday <laughs> bring a b for one more yeah by the way everyone uh, can we get an apology to ben and to tomlin for everyone who was like oh you know they, they drove a b out of there it was ben's fault or tomlin can't handle the locker room or gosh i mean i mean I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at you, Shannon Sharp.
0: Can you imagine working with somebody like AB? Like just in your job, having to deal with that person every day and your success in your job is dependent upon this person.
1: Well, I work with Mario Lopez. I don't know if he's the Latino A.B. But. Well, I mean, I, I,
0: see, I can't speak to that, but I just I, I, I don't know if you ever there was that old Post Gazette story about how, you know, Ben, this was years ago. Ben was uh, called A.B. from the other side of the locker room was like, A.B., I can hear the music yeah. like it's and I just remember thinking like, what a horrible place this would be to work like it. And, um, well, let's
1: get, you know, A.B. didn't even have the hottest take this week. No, let's get, he didn't. Let's get to the hottest take. It's uh it's from the man himself. It's Big Ben. I've always said that they're the best fans in all the sports, and I'll stick by that to the day I die. I've always said that they're the best fans in all the sports, and I'll stick by that to the day I die. I had to hear twice. He's talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, best fans in the world. He'll stick with that until the day I die. I guess he hasn't been reading the tweets this season. Well, I, I was going to say this comes off of the fact that we
0: know Ben does not manage his own Twitter account. <laughs> so I imagine that's a big part of what this is. If, yes, you know, the only thing you encounter are the Steelers fans that love you, then by all means go with this. But uh, thankfully,
1: uh, whatever else Ben does with his free time, he is not on Twitter. Ben, ben, ben once blocked me back in the day for... Uh, I tweeted a picture of Mace with a thought bubble over Tomlin's head with a Super Bowl trophy. Oh, and okay. and I think that got me blocked by Ben. But then you know yeah, he but brought everyone back. It's not blocked back. by Ben. I mean, it's whoever yeah. manages
0: that account, which I can't imagine who that is. But yeah, uh,
1: I. Think... Um, but let's let's get serious. Are is Pittsburgh, are, Does Pittsburgh have the best fans in the NFL? We I know we have the most the best traveled fans. You know yeah. we we get to the games. Uh, part of that has to do with. People leaving Pittsburgh, right. and keeping their fandom.
0: Yes. Um, I, I, well, I mean, unfortunately, there's no real way to man, to determine who the best fans in the NFL are. I mean, I, I, and also anyone that would would have different criteria for each. But I think, I think that's a pretty good way to judge it, just because that's so visible. I mean, that's so obvious when that happens when the Steelers fans take over an opposing stadium. It's you don't see anything like it in the pro level. You really don't.
1: Well, we haven't seen. You know, I'm trying to think of. You know, I, we'd have to g- probably go back to like Detroit Red Wings, uh, where a city dominated a sport and then d- had declined, so that everyone was scattered amongst the amongst the, the nation. Yeah,
0: and, and also I think just going by fans in the stands. I mean, something I'm always struck by now whenever I go to the Steeler games is that, like, with the rise of you know StubHub and eBay and all this it's never going to be like it was in the 90s you will always have fans of the opposing team there it's simply too easy to get the tickets in a way it never was before I mean I'm old enough to remember when Ted Leonisis, you know CEO of AOL owned the Washington Capitals and he would use and he would connect with people trying to buy the tickets online to block anyone that had a 412 or 724 number and those users would still find their way to the Penguins Capitals games in Washington so it's you can't do that kind of thing anymore so it's so but I, I think just the fact that there are Steelers fans everywhere in pretty much every part of the world and, and every industry, every job, there's someone that's going to be there for a team that, again, is not New York, is not Boston, is not Los Angeles. That is not, you know, it's it's a global brand off of winning, not off of location.
1: We saw a terrible towel at Woodstock '99. Mm-hmm. We've we know that there were Steeler fans at the Capitol Insurrection. Mm-hmm. I guess you know wherever there is something going on, there is Steeler fans. Absolutely. But okay. would the best fans in the world? So... <laughs> call for the firing of a coach who hasn't had a losing season ever. Well, uh, I mean, at, at, but then you're judging the fans by the worst fans, though, which might be the
0: way it is. That might be, it's just tough or it might be, you know, the fans are so used to winning that anything against winning is 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 bad and down. I don't that's know. A,
1: that's a good point. Can you judge a fan base by their worst fans? I mean, we do
0: every week. So, I mean, <laughs> I think that that's kind of what our podcast is
1: built on, which is I fine so. with me. Which yeah. is fine with me. That's right. You want to mm. be a better fan? Mm-hmm. I, I would like you to. All mm-hmm. right let's get to the geez we're almost at an hour let's get to the (laughs) speed round here Mm -hmm. let's start with well let's start with alex Kazora again Mm -hmm. ray ray mcleod has done it first dealer since rod woodson in 92 93 to lead the team in kick returns in consecutive years uh here's the list you know 2021 and 2020 we had ray ray mcleod 2019 with kareth white jr Uh, 2018 ryan switzer um uh, is, is this a contribution we talk about the uh, offensive contributions of Ray Ray what about his special teams contributions i mean it's it's he's he's he
0: fits a very narrow niche, which is why he's been able to get this. He's the he's the best kick returner they have that they absolutely do not value as a receiver. Otherwise, AB would have done this over the course of his uh, over the course of his time. It's just because I mean he was you know what is it Mac special teams player of the year when they drafted him like two or three years in a row, and AB was a great returner, but you couldn't use him all the time when your entire offense was basically being funneled through him. So it's it's so yeah, it's, it, it shows just how many bad returners they've had or how much they don't prioritize. <laughs> It's it's usually like, hey, here's the second string cornerback. You're fast. Get out there. And it's so, yeah. So it's because they see Ray Ray as very fast, which he is, and not by any means the priority on offense, which he also is. So that's how this
1: happens. So it's uh it's just it's more of happenstance is it just more of being the man being the man there? Oh he's not but he's not bad I mean it's it's some good returns
0: I want to say against Tennessee in particular I mean it's it's you know it's but the the fumble against Chicago was very big and I, and I almost lost in large part because of that. It, um So yeah, so it's, but he's been great since. So, I mean, it's, I, I can live with one fumble a year, provided they were able to uh, save it. you So he, at this point,
1: does he earn his helmet for next season? Uh, With as many other holes as they have to fill, probably. All right. Okay. Let's stick with special teams. We mm-hmm. Let's go to Matthew Ball at Regulator615. Once again, I'd like to point out that when Chris Boswell struggled in 2018, many wanted him gone and took it to his teeth. He bounced back these last few years. True toughness. He's the Wizard of Boz. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess this kind of goes under the same conversations we're having today about uh, Kendrick Green or Devin Bush or, uh, I mean, anyone that we've given up on this season. Uh, We did the same for Boswell, and now he's Mr. God out there.
0: Absolutely, and the Steelers value stability. They value in a way that perhaps no other sports team does. um... Now, Green... Maybe a little bit different because, I mean, before Boswell got hurt and had that bad season, he had some pretty great years. So, I mean, I don't know if Green's necessarily the same thing. But, you know, for a team that does not make big, dramatic changes unless they have to, it makes all the sense in the world to continue with that stability.
1: All right. Let's go to – let's get one in here from Christopher Carter at Carter Critiques. Mm Mm-hmm highsmith gets a tackle for loss then Tuska gets the sack then louder milk draws the hold <laughs> steelers defensive front bringing it after renegade this is at least the third game we wasn't we had two games with a turnover after renegade mm-hmm. but this was as it, good as a turnover it was three negative plays yes
0: absolutely At um yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's easy to make fun of you know the renegade thing when the steelers defense isn't that great but i mean it really it, you saw it it really does change the energy in that stadium it absolutely does
1: and you know look i played my part we we drew we drew three uh false, false starts. starts and a delay of game in mm-hmm. the in the Heinz red zone that's right where's my free Taco Bell I, you know <laughs> when, when the Buckos if they steal two bases or something you get Taco Bell after the game
0: oh I'm I'm old enough to remember they would have a, a field goal kicking contest and they the winner at the half and the winner of it whoever beat the other three guys got to kick a 35 yard field goal and if he made it everyone could use their ticket stub to rent a free VHS from Giant Eagle
1: Oh, right, gosh, uh, That was yeah. the best.
0: That, that only happened like twice Didn't anyone to make that. But when that dude made it, Three Rivers shook. Like, and I would love to watch Batteries Not Included once again. Oh, we were all going to go get a time to kill, yes. <laughs> all, right, uh.
1: all right. One more here. Let's go to... Hey, let's go to... At Merrill Hodge. Merrill mm-hmm. Hodge. Okay, let's do it for number seven. Did you see him? I, did you see him out there? He was the celebrity towel oh, waiver. Yes, I did. But he was in... A white jersey with black stripes?
0: What is that? Well, first, I want to say I did not need to see Meryl with short gray hair. That was that was that was unnecessary. I, I would. I mean, I love Meryl. I wish he would worn a hat. I wouldn't have felt nearly as old. And, um, but yeah, that that's. It, it is rare that you see someone connected to the team wear one of those jerseys where it's just like, ah, we're hoping you'll buy anything. And that's kind of what what Meryl was sort of wearing. I think. Yeah,
1: I mean, I like. I don't even see. You know, I've never seen people in the pink jerseys even. Right. I, it's white or black or alternative. I saw a couple, and I don't like the look of the half and half
0: oh i know i I saw that too that clash we probably saw the same guy right yeah Yeah. it was weird
1: oh i saw a guy i saw a guy near near you in a complete uh shoulder pads and
0: yeah pads yeah that was that was sad i felt real bad (laughs) I, i could hear my old man saying you know there's 106 people in this room that should wear shoulder pads
1: <laughs> why, why would they let him in? Like I, I,
0: it, I am hard... sure they patted him down. I'm sure they really patted him down.
1: I had a hard time getting. I, my, I blew the metal detector like four or five times. They finally just said, "Just go through." Right. I can't imagine that guy in full shoulder pads, in full. Oh, butt and he had pads. the leg things too. And it was, and you know, he wasn't warm. Like. I- I would have hated to be sitting next to that guy. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I no, had no. people. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what I'm going to remember from the game. I had the people two rows behind me screaming the whole game. Sit down!s We mm-hmm. can't see. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a. It's Heinz Field on no, Monday right. night. Right. and Ben's last home game. You're not going to stand up. Come on. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. talk about the. They're the best fans in the world. <laughs> We're, we want to sit in the third quarter. Sorry, bunch of lazy fans. Okay we're we're gosh we're long i'm sorry bad this is way long uh let's get to the final word here okay we'll give it to uh, one of our favorites here at paul zeiss i keep hearing the steelers are heading for the dark ages without ben roethlisberger the steelers are almost a lock not to win a playoff game in what would be five years in a row the longest such streak since chuck Noll was hired the dark ages are here is this the same as that Knoll stretch in the eighties? I, I, I mean, I I wasn't around to watch the games, but I'd be very
0: surprised because again, I I for reasons that we've articulated so much here, I I don't know a lot about those Knoll teams in the eighties. I do know that they weren't all playing the last week without having been eliminated. Yeah, A lot of them have been eliminated long before that, I imagine. um, And also, I I do imagine that uh, next season, anytime something good happens or they win a game, you and I, one of us will be able to say, the Dark Ages are here. Because that's going (laughs) to be a fun thing
1: to call back and mock. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between not winning a playoff game in five years and not going to the playoffs. Well, there's also a difference between
0: not winning a playoff game and being, you know, three and 14, being 7 and 10 or being you know 6 and 11 that's those are big big differences to where no one cares about the football season before thanksgiving yeah. that's a big big difference that's dramatic
1: um you know these if you're not excited about these seasons uh, I, I don't know I can't help you you know if you're one of those people who wrote it's not even worth watching the Steelers are you kidding me this is I mean what are you going to watch instead are you going to watch uh, Ozark I guess go ahead I'm still on season 3 I'm still catching up also, I, I
0: tried Wheel of Time I got two episodes in it, has, it hasn't been working for me and I love Rosamund Pike
1: I've started I, li- I like her too I've started Succession so, oh okay you know, there you go is I heard things. is things is a great episode of Succession better than the worst statistical Steelers running defense of all time uh, uh you can't
0: binge the worst statistical win of all time so I think so I mean you have something to look forward to yeah
1: well I don't think the dark I don't think these are the dark ages I think mm-hmm. this is, is is exciting as lightning I don't know you know here we the are the middle ages the, yeah the middle ages mm-hmm. exactly this mm-hmm. is uh, alright one uh, One more last word are you Are you, are you a religious man uh,
0: uh, not particularly
1: not, well, we'll go to the crow mish okay. who has a little prayer for everyone Okay. Uh, our father who art in heaven Please pray for the Jaguars. Thy TJ as player of the year may come. Thy playoffs will be done on earth as it is in the NFL. Give us this day some more Big Ben and forgive us for Urban Meyer as we forgive those who have doubted our defense and lead us not to miss the playoffs, but deliver us with Mike Tomlin amen oh that's adorable
0: i, I love it. it Was he He had me with the, the forgive us for urban meyer thing that uh, <laughs> i don't even know who's coaching the jags at this point uh
1: i i already thought that the steelers were the lord's team do you need to do you need to pray or is god already
0: watching well i, I what i would take from this is man i'm not even sure god can help the jaguars <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right uh We went so long. Thanks for listening with us. We will be back next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can always follow me on Twitter at kyle christ i want to hear hey you don't have to agree with me uh you know not every opinion uh you know not we don't validate every opinion but i do want to hear yours so uh, mm-hmm. hit me on twitter i'm at kyle christ greg uh, where can we can
0: you find me on twitter and instagram at greg benevent b as in boy e n e v as in victor ent we
1: will see you next week BNT. uh maybe we'll be uh heading to the playoffs who knows i don't know if we are heading to the playoffs the bandwagon is closed don't get back on it now If they weren't good enough to watch in week 17, they're not good enough to watch in week 19, okay?